All right, Willie, I've got a game for you to play, my friend. I like games. Not the ones that try to kill me. And because it's October, I'm going to say it like this. Want to play a game? I don't like the games that you see in Saw. But like a you like the game. Oh, yeah. But Seesaw is fun. Just oh, not like that. in Recess? Yeah. I saw people Seesaw once, <laughs> and you can't unsee what you saw. How familiar are you with the internet? With the public-facing stuff. Let's just, just say like, let's say non-porn-related stuff on the internet. How familiar are you? Oh, then nothing. Okay. Well, then <laughs> you, you might not do great at this game, but oh, God. I'm no, going to no, give I, it a go. I know plenty. I have in front of me a list of popular internet acronyms. Ooh, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Now, they all kind of relate to Reddit because that is what the pod is about. But Now, hold, hold on. on. Because I'm a jackass, is the goal for me to get them wrong or for me to get them right? I guess you could go either way. If you get them right, it's one point. But if you get them horrifically wrong and make me laugh, two points. Oh, God. All right. All right. All right. I'm ready. It's time to play Popular Internet Acronyms. Nims, nims, nims. Willie, what does the acronym AFAIK stand for? AFAIK? Hold on. AFAIK. You're throwing me for a loop on this no one. No cheating, you rat bastard. I'm not cheating. I'm not cheating. I swear to God, I'm not going to cheat on this. Show me your My hands. hands. I'm, hold, I'm holding up the Illuminati symbol. Well, you would think that AFK is away from keyboard, but you put an I in there. Away from uh, uh, inglorious it, kangaroos. Fuck. You didn't even use all the letters. It's A-F-A-I-K. So it'd be away from all inglorious kangaroos. Ooh, I got it, I got it, as far as I know. There you go. Girl, ding, 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 ding. Girl. You, are you guys are idiots. All right, I'll give you an easy one now. NSFL. <laughs> Not safe for life. It's like uh, they used to have gore all over this this reddit and you would just like accidentally click on it thinking it's not safe not safe for work which is on there sorry we've talked about that on this show and 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 then you just see somebody's leg blown off good i didn't ask for examples but thank you for sharing and next time shorter 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 got it all right i think i'm gonna go hard and then easy all right you know the way we used to (laughs) dmhs dmhs Sorry, DM semicolon HS. It's don't M had sex, right? I don't <laughs> know what the M is. Getting warmer. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. You know, I'll tell I'll tell I'll tell you something funny at the end of this when we're all okay. done. Don't mind having ha, don't mind had sex? And incorrect, my friend. Uh, it's doesn't matter had sex. It is exactly what I didn't do apparently. Right, so you got two points. But because you got that wrong, I'm taking away a point. So you only have one point. Oh, God. You need five points to survive this game. Oh, no. (laughs) That's not the way the rules work. You tell the rules at the beginning, not at the end. All right. Easy one. E-L-I-5. Explain like I'm five. Ding, 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 ding. Yes. Do I need to, like, add space so that the listeners can say it? They're like, um, uh, Willie, you goddamn idiot. Well, no, no. They'll just be yelling at you through the pod, so. That's fair. All right. This one is going to be harder. I-A-N-A-D. You, I have to, like, Im- imagine it when I do it. I-A-N-A-D. N is in Nancy. You are looking something up right now. I can see you. No. You cheating bastard. I'm not reading what it says. <laughs> Are you just typing just it out typing. like a text edit? Yeah, I'm just typing the letters so I can look at the letters. Let me be dyslexic. <laughs> I ate Nana 
You ate Nana? And donkey punched. (laughs) (laughs) Do I get two points? I made you laugh. You did make me laugh. That is two points, but you still got it wrong. (laughs) So one point. I don't know how this game works. I am not a doctor. How irrelevant is that on Reddit? There's certain posts about medical terms and like people will begin their comments or responses with like, yeah, I ain't ad. All right. Here's an easy one. I anal. I anal. Ooh, I got it. I am not a lawyer. Correct. Yes. All right. Last one. Hardest one. Okay. Y-M-M-V. I'll give you a hint. It's not you must move vehicle. Okay. Or so your, your mom's vehicle related. Your mileage musty. may vary. You got it. Yes. Did I get five or am I at four? What is the consequences of it this It doesn't game? matter. You survived. Okay, I also would have you. accepted your mom's musty vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the front podcast of the internet. It's your boy Scooter and according to Starbucks today, my name is Billy. Hey Billy, Billy how you the kid. H- how you doing? You know, I really just wanted to get on my strangle him. Of of all the names, I don't care. People have called me Wally Wilster. Uh, that was that was me. Big Will, and not me. All these names, but anytime you add a B on my name and you call me Billy, I'm out. Like hard pass. Count count me frustrated because that's not my name. Is that uh, what kind of uh, yeah? What kind of old count would that be? Count me frustrated. Is that an Irish count? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll go. We'll go. I mean, uh, like a Duchess of Yore. Okay. I, I don't know. Are they related in terms of hierarchy status symbols? Anyways, you know, as I try to move on from this moment, Scott, it's most egregious event <laughs> this week. Just in the world, the President of the United States got COVID. You and don't say. Yeah, yeah. And whilst. He's trying to move on like nothing happened, specifically today as we record. He's like, I'm going back to the White House because I've only had it for a week. He's like uh, you when people call you Billy. He's like, I'm out. Yep, I'm out. Other parts of the world are saying, no, not so fast. And what I'm, where I'm going with this, Scott, is did you see the news that the company Cineworld, who owns Regal Theaters, decided that they're going to put... They're going to suspend all theaters in the U.S. and the U.K. with I, no opening date in sight. I'm, I'm glad you clarified that that name because I didn't get right away what, what it stood for. I thought Cineworld might be the like uh, porn capital in Las Vegas, but it's Cine as in cinematic. That's what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I would yeah. have said uh, Skinaworld, like oh. Skinamax. Remember that old 90s reference? Yes, I, I remember all the blurred nights. Porn at to, home, everybody. Trying to look at elbows. That's a that's a millennial reference. <laughs> were they closed before? Because it said I I thought I read that they were reclosing or reshutting down. And they're not they're not canceling everything forever. They're just kind of like temporarily suspending activities. Here's a really great comment that will shed some light on this. The top comment says, I worked at a regal that was reopened down in Salem, Oregon. Shit's been nearly empty every day since maybe the first weekend we were back. 
Also, can confirm that I found out about both closures from social media before getting told by corporate. Well, I would just like to say that the people of Salem are fucking smart for not going into a movie theater. I'm sorry, movie theaters. I am, because any business that gets killed right now did not deserve it. It just goes to show that the people of Salem, Oregon, maybe care more about their lives and the lives of others than going to see Tenet. Which, apparently, people that I work with, there have been some um, some people who have been like, yeah, I went to the theater and I went and saw it. Several of my coworkers have gone and seen it as well. I don't understand. We've been doing this since April. April 1st, Scott and I started recording this show. That was literally the COVID episode. We started peak <laughs> pandemic or, or beginning of pandemic, and we've been going ever since. I went to lunch for the first time with a friend. We went out to a restaurant and... The amount of people not wearing masks, it's just appalling. Where did you go? We just went to Crave. Oh, okay. Crave is, uh, if you're unfamiliar, thanks UK listeners, Crave is like an (laughs) upscale Applebee's. It's a sushi bar meets fast casual food in the United States. And with glowing reviews like that, not a future sponsor of this podcast. Probably not, but you should definitely get their jalapeno poppers. (laughs) They don't have those. Well, you had to take off your mask then, too. You have to wear a mask inside all the way until you sit down, and then you sit down and you take your mask off. But then your server is also wearing a mask, and they don't care how close they, like, they just get right up next to you. They're essential workers. I know, but it's just odd. Like, they're way more susceptible because they're around so many people, and I'm just sitting there without a mask. It's a weird experience. I, I say it. To kind of align that I'm not ready for movie theaters to open. It's shitty when a business says I'm not going to tell their employees and then just says, fuck it, we're closed. But I'm okay with theaters saying it's time to stay closed. Every business has to make their own decisions. How do you how do you as a movie theater even begin to like recruit recoup any of that? You would have to sell your concessions on the street and then like, you know, I guess have a bunch of iPhones out on the out on the street with it saying like here watch this movie with through this like Google VR headset and pay I, I saw exorbitant th- prices for this popcorn and soda. <laughs> I I saw this thing today Scott that said uh New York is one of the main places for Regal and many movie theaters to get m- the majority of their business. So if that market remains closed, which Cuomo, Cuomo. has said yeah, has said we're not going to open movie theaters. And that's a big reason why many theaters haven't opened in more places. But like last week's episode, I have a solution I think Regal could could implement here. Willie Matson, pandemic planner, is giving away free advice, folks. So listen up. All right. I expect a bill in the mail. Thank you. Appreciate it. Good night. Regal, what you need to do is you need to take your beautiful, not dated uniforms that you have all of your employees wearing. Okay. Uh, and you, you need to... Get some contract workers, and why don't you dress the those contract workers? Maybe they're already doing jobs out on the street, say vending hot dogs and gifts and and knockoff hats and things. And they can just uh, they'll they'll own all of the street vendors in New York, and they'll just be Regal branded street vendors. Oh, I see. Expand into different markets. See, it's called pivot. You gotta pivot, Scott. It's it's a pivot. It's a for, pandemic for pivot. A, a pan piv. Pan piv. <laughs> but I really ask this question for one more point. 
how sad are you that all of these movies are pushing further and further back? New James Bond, April 2021. The uh, Black Widow movie, 2021. How does that make you feel? It's really sad. It's it's really sad because... I, I should say this. It's sad because of the jobs that are affected. Not that I don't get to see the movie selfishly. Not that I don't get to enjoy this entertainment that at the end of the day some would argue doesn't matter but mm-hmm. what does matter is that it's it's hundreds of thousands of jobs in both sectors right in the movie theater sector in the actual movie making sector all of this is uprooted and upended by this pandemic and it's it's really sad i don't like it uh, i'm gonna leave this story with this i think because of this pandemic what we expect from movies will not be the same for many years to come. I think you're right. I, I don't, don't think that we have the capacity or the, I guess, the corporate funding to make a movie like the Avengers, like that huge ensemble cast for my guess is over a decade because of this. Wow, that's that's a big guess. I think I think it might go the the other route where we definitely can make them but it will just take twice as long to make movies now instead of things being recorded in three months maybe it takes six months because they have to go and live in bubbles and they have to kind of plan everything out everything's just going to take extra time maybe the problem is is that an actor like robert downey jr goes to do an avengers film and he is contracted to have certain things. So part of his contract might be that he cannot make another film until this one comes out. It's not like that other movie's getting filmed anyway. But if there's such a such a long lead time, there's going to have to be some tremendous overlap. Oh, yeah. The contracts will definitely have to be changed, too. Lawyers everywhere are just working remotely on all of this mess, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I think we'll start to see a lot more TV series versus big movie blockbusters speaking of things that are captured on video willie this week in public freakout Uh oh you i you've seen this oh i have okay it's this one it's a good one i see i hear public freakouts and i'm like oh no i know sometimes it could be bad but this one's actually nice there was some cctv footage of uh, a young lady walking out to a parking space stopping kind of like looking back and forth and then dancing really joyfully mm-hmm. and the actual footage is described as i just hired this person and this was her reaction the video is shot from the person who was the hiring manager and she's laughing you know with joy for this person that she just hired because they look so happy it's really awesome so as a manager who has hired hundreds of people I look at a video like this, and that's somebody that I would want on my team. Anytime you get to bring somebody into your business, not only are you changing that culture, but you're also uh, allowing somebody to hopefully have a better life. I I don't think many people think of their business that way. I would hope that more businesses thought of employees as like, I get to give this person an opportunity to do incredible things, but also to grow as a person too. Like This is one of those moments that if I was that manager, I would be so pumped for this person. Yeah, and I'm I'm really happy for her. I don't even know like what job she got. She could have been hired, you know, to kill baby animals, but she's she's really all about it and uh good for her. 
She's working for the latest up and coming Instagram company that just makes videos slandering Baby Yoda. It's like, I'm so excited. We are bringing season two of The Mandalorian down. Speaking of season twos, have you been watching The Boys? Uh, Yes. Yes. I'm not caught up. I think I just saw the one where Stormfront is proclaimed as the hero. She saves the day. Okay. That's that's not revealing much about the season, guys. I'm I, I'm all caught up. So you always a, a, a few years back uh, when or a few years whenever they did season one, they had a panel discussion and somebody in the crowd asked which of the actors best exemplifies or is most closely related to their character in the real world. Hmm. Who do you think everybody said? I'm gonna guess the guy who's a fish because he's actually a fish. No, it's uh, everybody said, I think the actor's first name is Anton, the gentleman who plays Homelander. Everybody said he most represents his character. Oh, so he's a prick? <laughs> well, so also this week uh, on the opposite side of a happy freak out, the, the guy who who's the main character of that show, Huey. Which is the son of Dennis. Dennis Quaid. Like, once you see it, you can't unsee it. There's a video that he posted of him saying, like, hey, look, I get to sit next to some of my co-stars. Here's Anton, Homelander. And he points the camera at him. Homelander has his sunglasses on. Not in character. And he goes, ugh, what? And he goes, yeah, I get to sit next to you. What's the best part about us getting to work together? And he goes, not having to fucking do scenes with you. (laughs) And, like, he's so deadpan about it. And I genuinely, like, it's hard to tell. But, man, did it make it seem like he's just an asshole. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm watching. I watched the video here. And and then after he says that, like, uh, Dennis Quaid's son, like, pans back to him. Jack, his name's Jack Quaid pans back to him and he's like uh i i um like he wasn't expecting that reaction at all. <laughs> <laughs> this will throw you for a loop if you want to go down the crazy rabbit hole of the boys conspiracy theories anton is actually british oh? and in that video clip he is 100 percent english american english speaking which means he might just be in character i'm gonna have to go check out videos of him uh speaking in british in British English. Now, I could have been way off because I just read that in the comments. <laughs> oh. And oh, you know okay. how those comments come back to fuck you. <laughs> like chlamydia. Speaking of getting fucked, this week in white people Twitter. Uh-oh. Did you know that McDonald's workers in Denmark get $22 an hour, six weeks paid vacation, a year paid maternity leave, pension, plus universal health care and sick leave? Now, in the United States, you that say job $22 can be, an hour. And for some people are going to be like, yeah, so what? Well, in the United States, that job pays seven twenty-five an hour in some places and has no benefits. None. Part-time job, generally. Yeah. So the cost for all of this, the Denmark Big Macs cost a whopping... See what no, I did that's there? Burger King. See what I did there? A whopping 27 cents more. That's it, dude. I think I... Is it 27 cents more? Well, that's what the post says. Okay. Man, I think this is a great example of capitalism at its finest. And an even better example of a system that everybody says they're proud of, but it's truly broken. 
Cause I'm proud to be an American where I can't afford coffee. Here, here's my thought on it. <laughs> we don't pay the Starbucks employees enough, therefore they're illiterate and can't write your name correctly. I mean, if I've got only gotten Billy once from a Starbucks, I go there too often. I don't know any backstory about them. I've heard recently that there's speculation that maybe they're funding some things that I might not enjoy. But I really enjoy coffee, and I think they're nice people. I think the the bigger concern, though, is why are we struggling to pay employees that generally in the United States? I'm kind of woefully ignorant, Scott. You and I both kind of have a veil in front mm-hmm. of our eyes on on what the low end makes for jobs in the U.S. But oh yeah, I, we're smack know, dab in the middle. We are not we, super rich, but we are definitely way better off than a ton of people. A ton of people. So, the, like, if we drive by a Target, by the way, since we live in Minnesota, we're by Target corporate. We get to see headquarters and Targets on every other block. Like, we're we have the most anywhere. Sometimes on fire. Uh, yeah, really. Yes, <laughs> and they have signs over their doors that say starting jobs starting at $15 an hour, which is cool, but it's it's still not $22 an hour. I I kind of think that yes, I am ignorant when it comes to corporate profits. I do not know how that hierarchy works other than the people at the top get paid a lot and the people at the bottom do not. A country like Denmark who probably has a lot more socialism built into their political structure than we do and everybody here hates any sort of sharing plan except we already have sharing plans and they don't they don't get it don't you think willie that we spend trillions and trillions of dollars to have the world's best military that if we did the same to to educate and make sure our population was healthy that it would just reap many many times over if in addition to having the best military, we also were the smartest and we also were the healthiest nation in the world because we're not by a long shot. I don't think there's a, a single statistic in the positive direction that the United States is number one in, correct? Okay, yeah, you, you did say positive statistics. Yeah, there's plenty of negatives. School shootings. COVID cases. Obesity. We might actually be number two there. Because but, the South is number one, and they don't want to be a part of this country. But we're, we're largely free, right? We're, we've got all this freedom. We've got the most freedom per capita in the world. But at what cost, right? It's, it's literally costing us a lot instead of making us number one. I, I think what I heard you say category. is we have the most thoughts and prayers and hopes and dreams. I just, I don't get it. I know, I know AOC was interviewed and... And people like always come back at her with like, how are we going to pay for it? How are we going to pay for this? How are we going to pay for that? And her response was the same exact way we pay for these military funding. You know, just shift it around. Or yeah, we might have to raise taxes a little bit or we might have to take away from the military spending. Does a billion dollars to let's say two billion dollars gets put into healthcare, one into healthcare, one into education every single year. That still leaves the military with several hundred trillion dollars. <laughs> I don't know how much. I think hundred trillion is a lot, but I do think it it leaves them with trillions of dollars, and that's a significant amount of money. Let's just put this in 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 small numbers that everybody can understand. 
the ask here is in order for us to pay educators a livable, incredibly competitive wage, we want to give them three cents total, right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this in really simple numbers. We want to take three cents out of the $100 the military has, and we just want to take three pennies and give it to education. And and this isn't, uh, let, let me be crystal clear here, this is not a Republican or a Democratic thought. Uh, this is a bipartisan thing. None of them want to fund educators in a reasonable way. Nope, otherwise you would have seen it. You would have seen it pass by now for sure. You, you would have had eight years of our friend Josh being able to actually get a job in education, but right now he can't because they don't pay well enough and resources are scarce. And now the teachers are expected to do even more from home teaching these kids who just don't get the social structure they need. It is a GD travesty that anybody who's a teacher out there already knows. They live this every single day. I wish you got paid more. Love. There's a sub for that. Yeah. Speaking of McDonald's, though, I have a post from Murdered by Words, Scott, arguably becoming one of my favorite subreddits because I just continue to find gold in this place. This person, it's a screenshot of some tweets. This person unironically tweets and says, this is how people steal money by suing corporations over nonsense, just like the lady who sued McDonald's for spilling coffee all over her dumbass. Without getting into that, here's what the person says, commenting to them. McDonald's served their coffee at 190 degrees, which is hot enough to leave third degree burns in just three seconds of contact with skin. They knew this and decided to serve the coffee at 190 degrees because it had a longer shelf life than serving it at the standard 160 degrees. They calculated that burn related lawsuits would cost less than just wasting coffee that wasn't good anymore. They risked people getting deadly burns to save money. And when the big lawsuit happened, they slandered the victim who had third degree burns on 16% of her body and nearly died from shock. They painted her to be dumb for not realizing that coffee would be hot and made it seem like a frivolous lawsuit of someone who was trying to scam them. Also, literally all the victim wanted was McDonald's to pay her $20,000 medical bill because she was poor and Medicaid wouldn't cover them. Are you sure you didn't grab this from awful everything? Because, uh, yeah, you just you just read a giant shit list. And by the way, th- the last part of this says, then the media made her out to be a greedy scammer. Oh, and this was after McDonald's had 700 burn-related lawsuits previously that deck in that previous decade does that mean the 160 degree coffee was also too hot no they kept this this lawsuit is the thing that made it go down from 190 to 160 oh okay now as somebody who does not usually imbibe hot beverages i know that this poor lady like all she wanted was a a nice hot cup of joe in the morning you know to get going start her day probably had done it for her entire life there was Arguably no negligence on her part for having an accident, but willful negligence on the McDonald's for making it that hot, knowing full well that it was probably way too hot for normal consumption. And they had engineers and mathematicians and lawyers get together and figure out some sort of strategy that, yeah, the coffee might take two minutes extra longer to cool down, 
before you can consume it. But the fact that they had somebody figure out that, hey, if we get sued, it's going to cost us less than like the amount we make every single day just by selling the coffee seems absolutely evil. Does it not? Oh, 100% evil. The, the fact that you're trying to produce a consumable product and your risk management team says, hmm, we know this is going to hurt people, but are we still going to make money? I bet we will. That's disgusting. It, it makes you really not want to support that company. Now, I'm sure things have changed since then, because didn't this happen a long ass time ago? This happened in the 90s, easily. Okay. But I think it's a great example. And I think there's a lot more eyes on corporations like this. Like, you just can't get away with little things like this. People can change something in a terms and conditions, and the world will be an uproar because he changed a word. But I, I think accountability matters. Don't get me wrong. I think that's important. I'm sure any T and C list that you've looked at and thought like, well, I'm not going to read all this. I'm just going to hit agree and... Hope some internet lawyer somewhere has looked it over, but they definitely have. And every single white knight media outlet would have jumped at the opportunity to take a huge corporation down just to get clicks these days, but really to get their name out there as the defenders of justice and make sure that everyone knows this this big, huge corporation isn't looking out for their little guy or gal. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm probably going to go to McDonald's for breakfast tomorrow, and I don't even care. I'm part of the problem, aren't I? I suppose this is also a bad time to say that this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Hot Steamy McDonald's Coffee. Steam it in your mouth, and then take a big steamer on, on the pot. That, no. Nope. It's, it's, it's what they wrote. It's the copy they wanted. We're just reading it verbatim. I don't understand. Was this a spelling mistake, Kevin? All right, well, this is a jump in terms of transitions, but we're going from hash browns to hashtags, okay? Oh, so follow okay. along. I'm, I'm, I'm following. Explain like I'm five here real quick, Scott. Willie, do you know what the term white supremacist means? Give me, give me an example. Can you help me? What do you want me to call him? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say something different, but you win. You're welcome. That, that's, thank you. I appreciate that. So, if you watched the debates recently, you may have heard somebody try to denounce the white supremacy group Proud Boys and fail miserably. So, the internet responded, Willie, and the internet always responds in a great way. Oh, man, this is, these are some of my favorite moments from the internet. This week in news, the internet decided to take on the Proud Boys because the president wouldn't. So what they did is they hashtagged photos of gay people saying uh, specifically two gay men with their partners, with their friends, with their lovers, and the hashtag Proud Boys. Some examples are, couldn't be a better example of two hashtag Proud Boys right here, and it shows two guys kissing or getting married. And some examples are like Jim Parsons or Pete Buttigieg, and other George Takai, I think, was involved in it. So did it you, was just. Did you see the really one cool. with Ian McKellen and Patrick Stewart? Which Ian McKellen is gay, but Patrick Stewart is not. Patrick Stewart is married, but his wife loves seeing those two kiss, and will f you can see her in the background of photos when those two kiss. Oh, that's awesome. Adorable. Like one of the best bromances ever. Scott, that's what we should aspire to do. Let's start making out, man. 
I mean, we can be hashtag two proud boys. We've got tons of practice already. Yeah, I mean, just (laughs) go back to our old ways. I practiced on my pillow every night. (laughs) But how cool is this? I think it's so good. I woke up in the morning after the debate and I saw this as one of the first posts on Reddit or a a post where it was two men. They said proud boys. And my initial reaction was, oh, you fucked up. (laughs) And then I kept scrolling Got past a few memes, some cute cat pics, and then another one showed up, and then another. And it was just this, like, mass of people that came out in solidarity and just changing the narrative. And I think it shows the positive power that Reddit has. Because I don't, like, the Proud Boys, that's a group of men who are little, little, they're little in terms of their values and their brain capacity, they're their just, thoughts, their actions, their They're just capacity. sad little, little men. And I mean it in the most derogatory term, not in like the size of them. I hope you understand what I mean. Oh, they're all under five feet too, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Would you, being somebody so naive and ignorant to the world, consider yourself a proud boy after you went on Reddit and saw this? Their ignorance trumps everything. <laughs> so... I don't even know that they recognized what this meant. They probably thought people were just wanting to sign up. And they're like, hey, look, more guys want to join our cause. Oh, God. You know what's the sad reality, though? They probably didn't even see it. I bet their algorithm on all of their sites doesn't even show them that content. It probably has everything blocked. Anybody who, uh, yeah, thinks remotely different from them, they probably got so many filters, they never even saw this. This reminds me, Scott... When we think of, like, what our social world can do to garner some just incredibly terrible comments, have you seen the documentary called The Social Dilemma? I didn't, but somebody I live with watched it last week. Watch it. I I, I urge everybody here to watch it. One really important thing is to see through the dramatization. The show paints this like dramatic story woven through this commentary. Just listen to the commentary because it's insightful if you don't have an understanding of how these companies work, which is probably why people like the Proud Boys, the non-gay flavor, can continue to go on thinking that they're making a difference in the world. Is it about a, uh, a certain Facebook supervillain? It might be a little bit about a certain Facebook supervillain callback if i can give just the smallest synopsis it tracks the capabilities of social media companies to buy your attention and not use you as the product like we've all kind of thought of right the facebook's of the world the instagrams twitters biding for our attention as the product but instead our our attention is the thing they sell to the advertisers and then the it, it's really the data on us. So it, it's just a different argument. I would go watch it. It's worth it. So you liked it. Loved it. I thought it was great. You, you loved it so much. Did you believe in its message? I reopened up my Facebook account. I uh, started posting everything, only political messages, mainly just things about how voting is a fraud. You shouldn't do it. And I'm going to go watch the polls. <laughs> I was going to I was going to ask, did it make you feel any different about your TikTok usage, Willie? Or it should made... I say Billy? Ah, fuck you. Ah, ah fuck you. I 
okay, let me let me tell you what it made me think. Honestly, that now empowered with this information, I have the ability to game the system a little bit. So if I'm ever getting TikToks that I just don't like, for some reason, my TikTok has been pulling in a little bit more far right wing conservative messaging. Oh, it's probably because it's listening to you talk about it on this podcast. Probably. So I've been scrolling quickly past that. I've just been moving on real fast. I haven't been putting attention on it, teaching the algorithm that that's not something I want. If it tries to give me something that I maybe don't like, I try to go differently on it. Another great example is like Instagram. I will like advertisements that I've never liked before. Oh, an attempt to like throw off the algorithm to throw it off because then when they bring that advertisement back again i dislike it so i'm adding some randomness to my day scott and i think i'm really gonna screw this machine up you're serpentining serpentine serpentine the algorithm they'll never catch me i think you should just really just yell like boobs into into your phone on the daily and it's not weird if somebody just drives by and sees okay. you screaming boobs into your phone <laughs> no 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 no. people at work listen to me on this show i'm not going to filter myself but understand if you see me screaming boobs it's only because i'm screwing the algorithm i'm not screwing myself (laughs) and he definitely isn't using protection that's all folks have a good night thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of the podcast scott where can people follow us they can follow us on our twitter at sub for that they can follow us on our insta at sub for that they can send us an email at Sub for that podcast at gmail.com. And if they want to get a little personal, they can follow us at Scott Garola and WildMN293, or come follow me over at Twitch. That's twitch.tv slash WildMN. Nope, that's not it. That's <laughs> twitch.tv slash that's WildMan. Are you sure that's what it is? Yep. All right, all right. I believe you. It's yours. I'll, I mean, I'll fuck it. I'll why f- wouldn't you know? We'll figure it out. Somebody's going to get some viewers. And remember, no matter what you're into, whether it's birds aren't real, or yes, 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 no, oddly arousing, or jack septic eye, there's, there's a sub for that. that. Sub for that. <laughs>